0: What's going on, my people? You're listening to The Score, an urban music education podcast hosted by Eric and Justin, where we discuss tips and strategies on how to become a more effective, compassionate, and culturally responsive music educator. What's going on, my people? This is Eric, and I'm your host for The Score. Justin is out this week. He is out of town on a gig, but we'll be back next week, and we'll bring you some more content and an interview, actually. So be on the lookout for that. But in the meantime, it's going to be a short episode. I want to give you a heads up. This is just going to be an article reading. This past uh, summer, I had the opportunity to be a clinician at TBA, the Texas Bandmasters Association Convention, in San Antonio. And then after that... I was approached by a gentleman by the name of Don Haynes. He's the past TBA president and since retired, a longtime band director in the in the Austin area. And he reached out to me via email and just kind of recommended that, uh, one, I connect with him and be more present to serving more urban and Title I schools throughout the state of Texas. And he would love to connect me through that. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity. But additionally, he kind of said, you know what, Eric? Uh, I make recommendations for articles and for guest articles for TBA for the Bandmasters Review, and I would love for you to do that. Let me talk to the pe- the powers that be, uh, and so uh, TBA reached out to me, and I was able to to get my first actual article published. Uh, through the Bandmasters Review. So today will be a reading of that, and we want to commit to making sure that we're bringing you content every Monday. This is the article by yours truly, Eric Jimenez, in the Bandmasters Review for Texas Bandmasters Association, Recruiting, Retaining, and Motivating Your Title I Students. As an eager band director, I actively sought guidance and mentorship with regard to improving my music program. Time and time again, I was met with pessimistic narratives such as, just finish the year and get out. You'll never make a one. Those kids will never get it. I was disheartened to hear this because I still identified with those very same kids. Unfortunately, not much has changed for my colleagues seeking the same guidance. As I transition from the ban hall into higher education, I'm making the commitment to provide solutions to problems we might experience serving Title I settings. Disclaimer I chose the term Title I in order to include as many colleagues as possible to better fit your respective programs. The Title I term is interchangeable with urban, rural, or under-resourced. The information I'm going to share is a culmination of my experience as a product, practitioner, and a researcher of serving students in Title I settings. Establishing an understanding of our students. Note my intentional use of the word our in this section heading. That frame of mind is the first step in understanding. The day you receive your roster, those individual names have become your students. When we seek guidance, we lead not with positive anecdotes, but rather with the issues we experience, such as, my students don't practice, or, they have to go home to take care of their siblings, and, they laugh when I redirect them. These typical examples could be the result of poverty affecting our students' academic and behavioral performance. When frustration takes over due to the inability to control our students' environment, we must remind ourselves of which we can control, the environment we offer. We have the ability to provide a space that is inviting, safe, and celebratory of all students. For this to translate into your program, I suggest you learn to empathize with your students rather than have sympathy for them. Ten years ago, I attended my first TBA convention clinic, and I was fortunate enough to sit in a clinic that altered my approach to teaching from that day forward. A Title I band director shared personal experiences of when he attended the middle school he was now serving. The same struggles he experienced years ago continued to be evident in his students today. Some of his students walked in wearing the same clothes as they did the day before, lacking supplies, sleep-deprived, and hungry. Initially, he was drawn to finding ways to make monetary deposits, but he knew that was not a rational nor sustainable solution. Instead, he found ways to make emotional deposits to each of his students. He greeted students personably at the door and created a structured but inviting atmosphere. Once he made enough deposits, he had the ability to redirect students without the fear of overdrafting. An overdraft is viewed as a negative reaction or disciplinary behavior. When we allow ourselves to see our students as vessels that have the capacity for us to pour positive learning experiences into them, we can use music as our vehicle to drive this mission. Recruitment make band fun. In my first year of teaching, I was tasked with revitalizing a middle school band program that hadn't had band for several years. I reached out to directors for guidance as to what I should do first. My colleague replied, get them a band t-shirt. Kids love t-shirts. He was right. Every program I have served has received a custom shirt design, and additionally, the shirts were approved by the administration and became part of the approved student dress code. High school beginner band. High school directors should be open to create a beginner band, Yes, it did eliminate conference time from my schedule, but the result was increased student participation and retention. Students were greeted as part of the family from the day they decided to join and were allowed to participate in all activities. By this means, we recruited students who desired to be in band but were unable because of lack of access or availability in their schedule. Social media. Create a unique handle for your band. Allow stakeholders to tag your band to share positive content via social media. This platform will allow you to reach students who may not listen to announcements or see flyers posted in the school. Social media is an extension of your classroom and a useful resource to allow community members, parents, and other colleagues to see the great work your programs are doing. Understanding our students' community and socioeconomic status. Be vulnerable. One of my first recommendations to any new teacher is to get familiar with the community you are serving. Drive around and find local places to eat. Although I was a product of the neighborhoods several of my students resided in, I was still surprised to hear some of the adversities my students were facing. After inquiring why some of my students were not practicing at home, they shared they didn't feel safe walking home with their instrument. Instead of punishing them for their lack of practice, I created time in my schedule to arrive a bit earlier, offer lunch practice sessions, and stay a bit later after school. This deposit allowed me to reach even more students. Empathize with their economic situation. When we serve low-income students, we create narratives about our students' financial situations that don't really exist. Instead, let us create solutions for our students and families such as create flexible rehearsal schedules, implement payment plans, find sponsors to defray costs, designate fundraisers to assist with student fees, Listen to each student's situation and be open to adjusting your expectations on a case-by-case basis. Do not blame students for something they cannot control. Develop a cultural understanding. I remember helping one of my colleagues understand the importance of a quinceanera within Latino families. I offered my insight into the cultural event he planned to attend. His attendance resulted in a huge emotional deposit and received several invitations to other quinceaneras thereafter. Allow yourself the opportunity to be present for your students' special events. If attending off-campus events is not an option, be open to supporting non-music academic events. Survey your students about their individual and family musical preferences. The data collected will allow you to make informed decisions about the music and performances you will program throughout the year. A useful site that allows you to find repertoire that connects your students' home music with their school music is ComposerDiversity.com. If your program has the capacity to implement culturally relevant ensembles, do so. These familiar musical experiences could lead students to be more receptive to traditional musical ensembles. Some of the culturally relevant ensembles could be mariachi, brass bands, Latin percussion, jazz bands, banda sinaloense, and conjunto tejano. I am present to the fact that each of our programs are unique and should be viewed on an individual basis. I challenge each of you to try one of the strategies above, be vulnerable, and keep forging the relationships as a driving force in your teaching. Best of luck to you as we continue to make deposits through the vehicle of music. This has been another production of The Score. Connect with us on social media at PodTheScore. Send us an email Pod the score at gmail.com or visit our website revivalmusicproject.org if you've enjoyed this episode do us a huge favor rate and review us this will help us reach even more listeners intro music by justin mclean the rotation and outro music by ben borges and as always let's continue to impact these lives through the vehicle of music